Good morning. My name is Richard John T. You're listening to RJ's Black Box, where we discuss issues affecting black people worldwide. Today, I want to talk about um, the violence that started America. I know we over here complaining, pointing out, you know, the murder of black people by cops and so many injustices. But let's look at the history and the root of the um, founding of America from its very inception. America was founded on violence, violence in every way possible. There isn't anything about America that wasn't violent from the time white people landed here in America. Furthermore, America didn't restrict their violence to just America. The violence was then extended to Africa. You have to understand the path to violence was pretty much established by people like Christopher Columbus, the French, the British, the Spaniard, Portuguese, the Dutch, and everybody in between. When those um, hoodlums who left England to come over to America to establish America, they didn't have any respect for life. They came to a country where the natives welcomed them with open arms, tried to feed them, do everything to help them. What did they do in return? They decided to annihilate an entire race of people. And we keep forgetting that this is how America got started. America got, America got started through bloodshed. America got started through violence, murder. White people, everything that they have done to build this country has been theft, deception, kidnappings, slavery, bondage, violence, in every sense of the word. So I don't even understand why people think that the white folks, the descendants of the people who started this country, why they would deviate from who they truly are. You can't deviate from who you are. 
those sentiments, the characters, they're passed on to the next generation. It's like it's like saying racism is gonna end eventually. How can racism end when you still have people who are racist? Those people who are racist, they're raising children. And they don't hide their feelings about, you know, hatred toward other people from their children. White people have managed to create derogatory terms for every single race on the planet, not just black people. They got terms for Hispanic people, for Jews, for Indians, for for uh, Middle Eastern people, Arabs, uh, for Africans. They have derogatory terms for every single body on earth. So you can't appeal to someone's humane side when there's no humane side that exists. What we are hoping is for some white people to break the cycle. That is all that we can hope for. But in all honesty and truth, this country started with violence and it it may possibly end in violence. You cannot assume that a violent people will suddenly forget or remove themselves from the violence that is innate in some of them. I mean, how many times have you as a person thought about going to your neighbor's house? Tie up your neighbor, bring him to your own house, force your neighbor to work for you for free, and then now you want to turn around and call your neighbor savage when your neighbor wants to get his freedom back. You have to sort of like make sense of what's going on. This psychological dysfunction of white people. The controlling nature of white people. One of the reasons that white people can't stand black people doing anything around them. That's because of that psychological dysfunction. You know, we look at racism as something that is like mired in hatred. But racism is more than just hatred. Racism has everything to do with control. 
You can't like come over to America. You steal somebody's land. You murder them. On top of it, a bunch of you sit around. You decide. You took over, okay, this country. That's like somebody coming to to your house. They take over your house. Your house, you know, now your house needs cleaning. They decide they don't want to clean it themselves. So they're going to go somewhere else. They're going to go commit more violent acts toward another group so they can bring that person to their house, the house that they stole from you, to clean it for them. That's what happened here in America. They took the land from the Indians, and when they realized they couldn't handle all the work that needed to be done, to develop, to cultivate the land. Then they went to Africa and committed more heinous crimes against humanity. I keep telling y'all, in order to understand the level of violence that black people face before even get, you know, being kidnapped and tied up, and put on that ship that in itself was violent being on that ship the what the way that they were uh, set up on the ship like sardines for 30 odd days at sea just imagine being in one position right now we're so restless we can't even sit on the couch in one position for more than two hours so just imagine having to do that for like 30 days at sea being in one single position okay that violence is minimal compared to what happened in the dungeons the slave dungeons in Africa When you go to visit the dungeon at Cape Coast, Ghana, when they have about uh, maybe a 40 by 40 or 50 by 50 room with no light, absolutely no light, no source of light at all, total darkness, you have about 2,000 men totally naked. Standing, standing up. There are no toilets, okay? No toiletries, no toilets, nothing. So these people have to urinate on themselves. They have to defecate on themselves right next to the person next to them. This happens for three months. You know how demoralizing that is? That shit is beyond violent. And then food gets thrown at them. Water gets thrown at them. They're treated like animals. And the ones who are not strong enough to make it, who die, they don't care about them. This is the way 
that America started. So when you're seeing that this violence has not ended in 400 years, that is because it's part of their nature. In addition, even after this country was birthed, these people could not end their violence. Native Americans are placed in reservations. Black people were chased, killed for whatever reason, for the the lies. That's another thing. Um, the founding fathers of this country were also liars. You cannot build an honest country when the people who are running the country can't even tell the truth to themselves. Whether it's Jefferson who was raping 14 year old, you know, black women, slaves, so he can, you know, satisfy whatever his palate for African women or George Washington who had hundreds of slaves but calling America the land of the free you have to understand the lying the contradictions the hypocrisy that tie that are all tied to this country there is absolutely no way for this thing to end because even now John Bolton He's coming out with a book. Everybody's coming out to call out Trump, right? But when they were in Trump's camp, they supported Trump. That's the hypocrisy. That's the lying. That's the deceptive nature of these folks. They do what benefits them. They went to Africa to to kidnap people to rape to murder because it benefited them now that black people were here some of the things they used to do they can't do anymore it no longer benefits them but the violent nature still exists in Atlanta, you have a cop that shot somebody in the back. The uh, the officer was charged. And then you have his compadres calling in sick. They don't even care that a man was killed. Instead, Instead of calling out the officer for shooting somebody in the back for the coward who shot somebody in the back, they decide they want to protest themselves by calling in sick at work. What kind of morality exists in these people? There's no morality. There's only their true nature at this point. 
which is violence. They don't care about humanity. We have to be careful because there were signs of things to return in this country. The violent days are upon us. Five so far is what? Five black men, one in Houston, two in California, two in New York, that have been found hung. And these people want to convince you. They want to lie to you and tell you, like, who the hell wants to tie himself to a tree? Go through all this hard work. I'm about to commit suicide, but I want to climb a tree. I want to put a rope around my... I want to do all this stuff. That That's the way I want to commit suicide. Like... I don't have access to freaking pills. I can't just pick up a bottle of pill to to take, you know. I can't take whatever rat poison. I can't do any of that stuff. The stuff that's like so easy. But I want to suffocate myself. That's the way that I want to go. Make that make sense. You understand? And these white people think we're fucking stupid. They understand what's going on. They know what's going on. And this is what I'm saying. Black people have to be ready. You have to be ready to defend yourself, to protect yourself. You can't allow history to repeat itself. There there should never, ever, ever be no type of slavery in America ever again. But black folks have been enslaved for so long, they don't even understand what slavery is anymore. Just because the chains are not around your arm, you are no longer picking picking cotton in the field. You think that you're free. True freedom is not about a white woman being able to call the cops because she thinks that the cops are coming to hunt you down true freedom is not about a cop taking a violent white murderer who had just murdered nine people to Burger King but showing up To murder a black man because he fell asleep behind the wheel of his car. That's not freedom. True freedom is not about a black man not being able to jog in you know in his neighborhood. And true freedom is not about a black woman. You know, being in her own house, doing absolutely nothing to bother anybody and getting murdered by cops who still remain free to this day. So how does that work? This is what you have to see the violence that's going on. And you have to see how white people respond to violence. 
we keep saying this change is coming, change is going to come, but when, how? Black folks keep thinking somebody else is going to save them. We're still looking for parents, for our daddies, for our mommies. We don't want to grow up. We have never grown up around the world. They've always put us in a position where we think that somebody's going to come and rescue us. We have so many different examples of us not being rescued, but yet we continue to believe that this government, the system, the structure in place is here to protect all citizens. That is not the case. We have to protect ourselves. You live in a violent world. You live in a in a in a place that was founded and created with violence. We don't want to do anything for ourselves. We are children in every possible way to the system. Instead of starting our own Twitter, oh, we have Twitter Black. I don't know what the hell Twitter Black means. Who controls what Twitter Black does? We have NBC Black. If you if you keep hearing what it is that we do, we are grown ass fucking children who depend on white people in every possible way instead of depending on ourselves instead of establishing ourselves we continue to lean on their system where they get to pretty much say what we can do what we can say they still control us and when we finally do something to improve our situation We don't take the step to make sure that we can also defend what we're establishing, what we're creating. We have to be able to create something and hold on to it. We have to train our minds to understand what we're fighting. There's not going to be any change because some of these people are very hateful. Very hateful. I saw a video of a white guy. He was the lone guy in a crowd of white people. He was standing for Black Lives Matter. He got hit in the back of his head by another white person. There were two cops, one behind him and one in front of him. They stood there and watched him get hit, watch him get threatened. The cops did absolutely nothing to defend or protect the guy, nor did they want to press charges against the, the person who hit him. 
That is the battle that we're up against. And the problem that we have, I also saw a video of the, the officer after he killed um, Rashard Brooks. A black lieutenant came over to make sure the murderer was okay. Okay, basically encouraging him that everything was going to be all right. And what he did, there was absolutely nothing wrong with what he did. This is a black man who just watched another black man get killed while he was running away and he's going to a white officer to show support. The worst type of violence that America has been able to use against black people is the brainwash of of black people. So many black folks are brainwashed By the time reality hits them, it's going to be too late for them because they truly believe they are part of a system that is American. If they join the the police department, they want to talk about Blue Lives Matter. I've never seen blue blood, but I don't know how blue has life. Okay. If they're part of corporate America, some of them want to tell you there's no racism. This is the problem that we have. It's like we're so divided. So many of us assume on different pages will never come together. To fight the subjugation that's in place. You do have people like uh, Ben Carson, Candace Owens, and many others. And these people, they don't mind being called out of their names, they don't mind being in a room with a bunch of racists. They basically have subjected themselves to the racist practices of their colleagues and people around them. And they expect other black people to do the same. So the violence, psychological violence that has been used against Candace Owens, Ben Carson and others. That is something that is hard to understand and hard to fight. People think violence is just physical uh, guns, bullets. No, it's also psychological. And it's harder to fight a psychological war because this is a war that came from a system that started way back when white people decided to pin Africans against other Africans. So 
when they're telling you this black on black crime and all of this stuff, they created that situation. They were picking Africans from different tribes that couldn't relate to one another. They couldn't speak. They didn't speak the same language. They didn't have the same culture. So when you have someone next to you and you don't understand where they're coming from, that person sometimes become your enemy, especially when they're being treated violently. So now each person is looking out for their own survival. So they can't they can't trust anybody. And this is the same situation that we're in now. Black people have always been on survival mode. So we don't have the trust to unite. And they bet on that. And that cycle of violence continues. And that's what keeps us apart. We don't understand anything because we all may be living in the same building, but we all have different views of the system. Some of us think we should adapt to the system and some of us think we should destroy the system. So when you have this confusion going on, violence prevails. That's my podcast for the day. Hope y'all have a good day. Take care of yourself, your health, and your family.